Welcome to The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. Here we discuss all things curriculum, plus leadership issues, teaching tips and much, much more. Hello everyone, I'm your host Caroline Pudner. Now for today's podcast I'm going to give you some tips for how to get the best out of the Love to Read guides that we've just put up on our website free to download. Now some schools are using the guides to help with home learning so you might be a teacher listening or maybe you're a parent or carer of a child whose school have sent them home or like me you may be both parent and teacher. Let's start with the basic information about the Love to Read guide. So all 45 guides are available. They focus on well-known stories, uh, so they're all fictional. Some are older classics like The Secret Garden, but there are others there that are more modern like The Demon Dentist by David Walliams. The guides work a little bit like a book club because you have stopping points, you read a little bit with your children and then there are questions and activities to do. So when you have a look at them on the website, you can choose any of the titles that you want. Obviously, you'll have to get hold of the book. Now, that could be hard copy format. You can get secondhand, but you can also get audio versions. I know Audible are doing a 30 day free trial at the moment and a lot of the titles are on there. So. When you have a look at the guide itself, you'll notice they're split into two sections. There's a teacher information section where you find a bit more background information about the book, the language features, the author and so on. And there are the activities for children section. And I'll go into the difference between them in a moment and how you can use them as a parent. But the aim of the Love to Read guides is really to foster a love of reading in children, particularly to expose them to books they might not have come across before um, or even picked up to read. And this is actually an important aspect of the reading curriculum in primary schools to encourage children to read classic literature. And also, I think for now, it's a very important thing to keep reading going during school closure because it helps children relax. It helps us relax. It helps children enter an imaginary world to take them out of their day to day lives. And it gives you a chance to bond with your children, even if it's only five minutes a day. Let's have a look at a guide now. I'm going to choose uh, the guide for Tom's Midnight Garden, which is actually my favourite childhood story. And I think this book is probably best suited to older children, so year five, six and upwards. With some books, you might want the children to read it themselves independently, or you might take turns. I do that with my daughters. Uh, I might read a paragraph or read a page and then they do. And if they're tired or it's maybe a bit too tricky for them reading-wise, I would read it to them. The idea is to keep the flow, keep the enjoyment of the story, so that they don't get bogged down, worried that they can't read words. So, let's have a look at the Tom's Midnight Garden Love to Read Guide. So, in the first section, which is the teacher guide, it gives you information about the setting, introduces the characters and gives you a synopsis. So I think as a parent, that's quite handy. So in the activities for children section, it's split into three. And this is the same for all the Love to Read guides. So there's a before reading section, a during reading section of activities and then an after reading section of activities, which I think is really great. There are different things that you talk about, aren't there, before you read a book and 
when you're reading it and then reflecting on it afterwards. So if I take a look here, I've actually got it on my screen as I'm reading this. And I just have to say my usual podcasts are done in a studio in the office. So I apologise if the sound quality isn't as good, but I'm doing this at home as, as all of us are. Let's have a look at the before reading activities. So there are things like... I don't know if you're aware of Tom's Midnight Garden the story, but it's a boy who has to go and live with his aunt and uncle because his brother has measles. It's set in the, in the 50s and really Tom, the main character, he kind of goes into a form of quarantine himself, which is, I suppose, quite apt for the time that we're going through now with the coronavirus. And Tom is obviously frustrated with this. He can't really do much when he's at his aunt and uncle's and he sees a grandfather clock in the hall striking 13 one night and he's intrigued and goes down opens the back door and rather than a yard he sees this beautiful garden it seems to be like he's going back in time into the victorian time of that house it's fascinating it's an absolutely brilliant story but because it deals with the past and present and maybe time travel the activities that are suggested in the guide are things like you know actually finding out what a victorian garden in an in old victorian house might have looked like what victorian people wore also looking at things like grandfather clocks because they're not very common objects nowadays also to debate things like is time travel possible why do fashions in clothing change over time even you could ask some children if they're not too sensitive do you, do they believe in ghosts because there is that question mark hanging over this book about whether tom actually sees a, a ghost or visits a ghost in the night They're all there. There's even some information you can find out about Philippa Pierce, who's the author. So you could ask your child to find out facts about her. Then during reading, what I like about the Love to Read guides is it gives you a set amount to read and then has a stopping place. Again, use this flexibly. So I might not read all of that in one go. I might read it over a series of of evenings with my child and then ask the questions so in the stopping places it gives you things to discuss there's quite a few there because this was designed for use in school so I would just choose a couple of questions to ask so one might be do you think all the events in the house really happened or is it all in Tom's head how does the house make you feel there's also in these a little owl on the side a little owl symbol and that gives you things to say as a teacher or of course for us as a parent one of the questions is philippa pierce creates a sense of mystery in chapter three how does she begin to do this and the bit of text near the owl says she uses ellipsis that's the three dots to suggest the idea of things being unfinished she also uses questions and so on and so on you get the idea it just gives you ideas of what you can say and then with a lot of these, it's it's asking the child what they think might happen next in the next chapter. And that goes on. So you've got different stopping points throughout the book and talk about all sorts of things like the characters. It really does cover an awful lot of um, really good literary analysis. This all sounds fancy, but it's just really engaging with the text and talking about it, exploring the themes at the right level for for your child. So then after all of those activities and you've read to the end of the novel or the book, there are some after reading 
activities, which I really like. There's some quite creative, imaginative ways that children can respond to the novel. You could also do it with your child. Uh, there's one here on Tom's Midnight Garden, which is um, to paint a beautiful garden or to do close observation of botanical paintings. I know Kew Gardens is a great source for, for things like that. Also, you could take photos of gardens or your outdoor setting if you can get out outside at this time and then upload to a computer and manipulate them and make a kind of fantasy garden. There's also the idea of interviewing someone older than you to find out what it was like for them as a child. So again, that's quite a nice thing to do now, now that we're in our homes and the older people may be isolating and uh, you know you could Skype them or phone them and your child could ask what was life like for you as a child where did you go and play did you enjoy being a child what did you do at school and so on you could even ask them how does being a child compare to being an adult so that's quite a strong theme in the story and you know, there's tons and tons of ideas like this through every one of the Love to Read guides. I've just given you an, an example, one for Tom's Midnight Garden, but I hope it's given you a flavour of how to use them. They're really flexible. You don't have to use all of it. It really is up to you. But the aim is to really keep that love for reading going, particularly during this time. And you never know, it might encourage your child to read more classical texts and books after this period is over and uh, to read them more independently. I really hope so. And I hope you enjoy using the resources. If you've got any questions about them, though, just give me a comment at the bottom of the page on our blog which has got the list of all the 45 titles there's some great ones there like Pig Heart Boy by Mallory Blackman The Boy Who Swam With Piranhas by David Ullman The Call of the Wild by Jack London we've got The Firework Maker's Daughter by Philip Pullman The Hobbit's on there The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe The Iron Man Sheep Pig, The Sheep Pig by Dick King Smith, and we've got Stormbreaker as well by Anthony Horowitz, which is a real favourite with a lot of children. Northern Lights is there. So there's absolutely tons of very well known stories that you can access, and you never know, you might enjoy them as well. So there you have it. There's the Love to Read guides and a few tips on how to use them. Thank you for listening, and it's goodbye for now. Mm -hmm.